trick, so. Down the hatch. Two. You should blow it out your nose like a whale. Oh, that yeah. would clear your sinuses. <laughs> Just snort a line of raggers. Pour it straight up your nose. We have, uh, <laughs> we could take one of the, uh, syringes for the baby medicine and just <laughs> right up your nose like some fucked up version of Flonase <laughs> I wonder how fucked I'd be at how quickly alright down the hatch cheers cheers oh, welcome back to another exciting installment of changing the narrative did you With- know Guns will still work in space. I don't believe you. Why not? Because <laughs> how? Because <coughs> how not? Excuse me. Alright, so first I want you to explain to me how you think they won't work. Well, because guns fire by igniting the gunpowder, correct? By the primer hitting it, striking it. And boom, it ignites a gunpowder. How does that ignition happen with no oxygen? Because there is oxygen. Where? Inside of your sealed bullet. There's enough oxygen for a chain reaction on a propellant. No shit. Yep, because the gas that the powder burns, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like some type of propellant gas that doesn't require as much oxygen as you might think. Interesting. And there's enough that's sealed into that bullet. Yep. Would that ever... I assume you'd probably have more duds, though, in space. Not really. I mean, There wouldn't be any that underwater. that seal could be... Well, that's true, I guess. There wouldn't be any that that seal would be broken, though, to an extent that it would let that out and it wouldn't fire. Not if the bullet's made right. Hmm. That bullet has to be sealed on there for it to make compression anyway. That's a good point. Huh. Interesting. So, therefore, guns work in space. I have wondered about that since so, I was like... fuck you, aliens. Yep, fuck you, aliens. The Halo universe is right. I don't care. But. No, very interesting. I never would have guessed that guns would work in space. Although that does make sense now that you mention it. Because I forgot that they worked underwater. But I thought that was a myth too. That guns would work. Is it some guns won't work underwater? Some guns will? or I'm sure there are some that all? will actually work underwater and some that won't. But interesting. Most gu- I think most guns, I mean, fundamentally they should work underwater. I think if given the option, I would choose a harpoon gun or a spear gun underwater. Well, yeah, you're choosing a Glock 19. Yeah. Ooh, how would velocity? Well, how would that work in space? Would it just since there's nothing for it to resist against, it would probably fly at a very high rate of speed. It would not lose its original muzzle speed. Okay, so here's a scenario for you. Space war, similar to what's that movie? uh, Starship Troopers. I was gonna say there's a million against the bug invasion. We're on a moon fighting these alien termites or whatever they are. Is Neil Patrick Harris there? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, At what point? So bear with me here. The atmosphere is like non-existent enough. I don't know what the word I'm looking for is. There's not enough of an atmosphere for things to actually stay on the ground. At what point does it get terrifying that there's bullets circling the orbit of the planet? Well, do you want my realistic answer? On Earth, I understand that they would come into orbit and ultimately burn up, but something with less of an atmosphere, wouldn't that, like, potentially just circle around and 
Like, there, I believe there's a point that that bullet would just be in orbit, right? Or there's some planets that that would be the case on? I don't know if there would actually be a point where it would perfectly balance. It would either get pulled or pushed out. If it's too low... Really? But I thought there isn't that... How does the asteroid belt on a... Well, that's just a gravitational pull. Like yeah, so could... system. Oh, that's what keeps that those belts there? Yeah, the, that's the sun. On, so was it that Saturn? Oh, that's just Saturn's It has rings. the rings. The asteroid belt... And no, Saturn's no, no, yeah, I'm, ta- I'm, yeah I'm talking about Saturn's rings, sorry. Well, that's just gas. I thought there was rocks and... Fra- and well, it's gas and fragments. Bullets but... are fragment size. Wait, but they're also... They're stuck in the orbit. Yeah, what if there's bullets flying right out in the orbit? But, I mean, like... It'd be like a 800,000. Small like moon of bullets. Like super fast, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I'm talking, they got Actually, shot wait. at things. Hold on, hold on. They How got fast? shot at things. Hold on. So, like, there's a war happening in space. Yep. They're shooting. For some reason, we haven't advanced enough to make anything better than an AR-15. So, they're out there with your standard Palmetto State AR-15. <laughs> Sending 30-round mags into orbit every 40 seconds. Okay, I'm going to put this in perspective. The moon rotating right now moves at... 2200 miles per hour rotating on like its axis or rotate like circling the earth oh so i'm not sure if that's faster or that's i mean that's obviously slower than a bullet isn't it is it i don't know what's a bullet no i feel like that is quite a bit faster it should i I feel like like that's quite like a few thousand it should but it's a bullet velocity We'll, we'll but okay, you at least understand my thought, though, do, right? Like how terrifying it would. At what point it. would this be fucking horrifying? Because, <laughs> uh, or ooh, or would it be smart? You have a permanent defense of just a circle of bullets engulfing your entire planet. Imagine that. And then let's throw in artillery shells. <laughs> right. <laughs> you've got bullets, and every <laughs> once in a while, you've got. Like some ridiculous show out of a howa or howitzer. Maybe, wonder, maybe a howa too. <coughs> who knows? I wonder if my NSA agent is thinking right now. I'm looking up how fast is a 308 travel in miles per hour. <laughs> As compared to the <laughs> speed the moon travels around the earth. <coughs> this will be a Googleable question in the near future. Ah, oh, Jesus. While you're doing that, a uh, chance to shout out your poor man's moonshine. He oh, made. right. This shit's pretty good. Forgot about that. Our drink of choice tonight is whatever the hell Sean wants to name his poor man's homemade moonshine. It's pretty good. Yeah, Apple pie. Bad. Yeah. Definitely worthy of drinking tonight. So, have you discovered how fast a bullet moves in relation to the moon? Um... Uh, so a 308 at max let's see about 1800 miles per hour so just a little bit slower than the moon travels around the earth yes well so well, we I suppose that that's not that's yeah that's shockingly close <laughs> to, hold on a sec well, yeah they like as, all right so <coughs> we were shooting like not too long ago at the Hawa. how fast that thing travels downrange is how fast the moon is moving. So, that's hilarious to think about. It's fucking terrible. So you, well, yeah, if the moon is coming at you, <laughs> yes. But so, what if you were on the side of the moon? Well, the moon does the moon spin? Yeah, it rotates. It rotates like the Earth does. 
Like on its axis? Yeah. It, yes, it Never does mind. Have, it does have a very nice... <laughs> it's too bad it's not like turtling <laughs> in one motion, because then you could shoot ahead of you, and eventually you would run into your bullet. That'd be hilarious. That'd be like some Bugs Bunny shit. I think. Am I, am I wrong? Well, I mean, things would have to not be happening like that are out like of our control. Was, are you talking like if it wasn't rotating? Yeah. Like if it was just a rock flying in like a... Well, I mean... That would, would be scary. It wouldn't hit you. It would hit the back of your target. What do you mean it would hit the... Well, if the bullet's moving slower than the moon is moving. Oh, wait, no. I see what, I see what you're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, I'm saying like if you were... If you shot it and ran into your bullet, you caught up to it. Would it be slow enough in comparison? Although that is like that's like what four thousand miles per hour difference. <laughs> so, yeah. So when it comes to you seeing that bullet, you're not seeing that bullet. That bullet is just entering you. That'd be fucking terrifying. That would be terrifying. You're just sitting there waiting to catch up to your bullet. Space itself. That is would terrifying. be the ultimate way to kill yourself, though. No, I think there's cooler ways to do it. But I want to talk about that. Oh, I had a good... Oh, dang it. Lost opportunity. Jumping I had a good one. Jumping the Golden Gate, um, Gate Bridge is up there. But you might survive. There's a good chance you won't. It has to be foolproof that you won't. I'm thinking hitching a ride onto a spacecraft, like a shuttle launch or a SpaceX launch, and then like right at the end exposing yourself as it's launching. Like, you know, they're zooming in, looking like, count two, nine, eight. They're just like zooming in on the wing, and you like flip open a flap and like, Shut it real quick. Now that's some Bugs Bunny shit. I've also thought that going into Times Square with a sawed-off shotgun and saying, like, going up to some random person, being like, "Hey, you want to take a picture with me?" and then blowing your head off on them, thought that that would be a good way to do it. That's really dark. <laughs> that took a dark turn. We're not going to go down that. All right. Um. <clears throat> what's next? No. What do we got next? Canada. Right, speaking of guns, in yes. Canada. Here we go. You yep. are the resident expert on how fucking evil this shit is. Allegedly. So basically, Trudeau uh, announced that uh, basically, uh, well, all forms of gun transfers for handguns in Canada are going to be made illegal come Friday, and that includes all transfers, buying, selling. If you have a handgun, yeah. Basically, to, it's yeah. Yours. You're you stuck with what you it. have, yep. which for some is good. Yeah, I mean, not, you're, either stuck, you're either stuck with it, or you're going to turn it over to the government, or... You're going to now get it illegally. Yeah. You're not going to... That's, well, but I mean... Here, listen to this. Hold yeah, on. we'll play this video for you. Where the fuck is it? As we finally learn to come with receipts on our podcast. Yes. <laughs> but what Trudeau said, I mean, it really was fucked up. ...legislation to implement a national freeze on handgun ownership. What this means is that it will no longer be possible to buy, sell, transfer, or import handguns anywhere in Canada. In other words, we're capping the market for handguns. We're also fighting gun smuggling and trafficking by increasing maximum criminal penalties and providing more tools for law enforcement to investigate firearm crimes. And we'll require the permanent alteration of long gun magazines so they can never hold more than five rounds. These are actions that doctors, experts, and chiefs of police have been calling for for years, and we're acting on their advice. 
Isn't that so fucked up? I never knew that Trudeau meant cunt in English. That's a hard C. I mean, at like, so it, my first question probably isn't going to be the one that most people's first question is about that situation. But what exactly do they classify as like a long rifle and what's going to be limited to five rounds right now? You know well, what I mean? I would imagine that's all rifles. Yeah, which would include an AR-15, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Five-round mag. I mean, Five-round mag. Are you even allowed to own an AR-15 in Canada? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. But I think if, that those are illegal. Really? I thought they had something. I mean, Canada's, weapons. I'll admit that Canada's gun laws are not something I've researched. Well, I've never had to. I've never <laughs> wanted to go to Canada. Yeah, I really have no desire. I mean, maybe going up there for a, you know, archery hunt, but Fuck that's, that, that's about it. Yeah, Alaska would be even better. When we can go, what's that river up there? Or the River Valley? Nahani River Valley. The Nahani River Valley. We can go up there <coughs> and we can go archery hunting for mammoth. Yeah, so as of May 1st, uh, 2020, the government of Canada has prohibited over 1,500 models of assault-style firearms and certain components of some newly prohibited firearms, um, upper receivers of M16s, ARs, and M4 patterns for firearms. So, yeah. And that's straight from Canada's government website. Jesus Christ. So, no assault weapons, no scary-looking black rifles, no nothing. Well, that's, like, what I really, like... People that think that looks are all that matter really need to see what, like, a fully kitted AR-10 looks like. <laughs> because that is strictly a three hundred eight hunting rifle. Pretty much. Um, no matter how scary you think it might look, it will shoot with the same velocity, the same speed. Like, yes, okay, a five-round mag will hang someone up exactly half a second. Usually, yeah. That it is to pop that out and reload. Well, what gets me is that I always use the uh, Mini 14 AR mm-hmm. comparison because I shoot a hell of a lot better with the Mini 14 than I do with the AR. And for those listening, explain what a Mini 14 is. Some people might not know. Oh, yeah. A Mini 14 is basically a small It's a small rifle chambered in two two three, And basically it looks like your standard hunting rifle. You know, Great looks, little varmint gun. It looks like a small M1 Garand from World War II. Very, very small. Very cool gun. Oh, yeah. It's a cool great. rifle. They're a great operating platform. Yeah. And they're accurate as fuck. Yeah. And, well, correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't yours just have sights on it, or is it iron sights? It's iron sights. I love that. But it's peep sights. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, so we that's need to go shooting it, soon. That's what makes it so fucking accurate. But Let me rephrase that. We need to zero in our gun soon. There we go. Because I do not feel like dropping more than, like, 30 to 50 rounds. Yeah, That's I'm about, about that. it. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm tired. I'm about at... Yeah, 30 rounds per gun, especially out of the 308. Yeah. And the 243. Fuck that. 243 is so goddamn expensive. We should do a shooting day soon, though. Take when it's cool, but... Well, I guess we're kind of screwed for a little while. Not screwed, but hunting season. We can't pop off. Yeah, that's at that point we should probably just go to a Although range. we do have to go out and do cuts. we got to get some coyotes. Well, we got to do that told. after the rut. Yeah, definitely. I was trying to explain to that individual earlier that we are going to have to hold off on a little bit of that, no matter where we try to lure them yeah for sure uh, but tune into outdoor bros for more on that there you go with this one back to um trudeau being a cunt so this dude like i never i did not realize that they had already banned ar-15s in that style platform in yep. successfully did that in canada yep. that's because in canada you have no rights and uh, that's i mean what, you do but you don't it's so crazy that they were yeah that Canada's a great example of that middle grace period of about 20 years you get when you're moving from democracy to 
like straight up socialism. Well, it's also a great example for uh, diversifying your voting power because right now Ontario and Quebec basically control the entire country. Yeah, and think about how much of Canada is not those two places. Oh yeah, like All that would be it. like L.A. and New York controlling the entirety of the United States. Yep. Thank God we have the Electoral College. <sighs> no shit. It, to think that people actually have the nerve to suggest that abolishing that would be a good idea. Like, you fucking smooth-brained... Like, I don't even... I can't even insult you because, like, just not having that understanding to see why the Electoral College is necessary stops the argument and it's try. I can't even continue this argument with you because you're too stupid to fucking comprehend it. <laughs> Not to call them out, but I was gonna you say, know, you're, you're, you're we'll go down a rabbit hole. I don't care. <laughs> on the air, I, I won't doubt that. Uh, you know, the electoral college probably needs some work. There's, we can do better. I've never against that. That's why I'm in the middle, truly, not on one side <clears> or the <throat> other. Uh, but we need to like do better in a sensible way, not it, like Justin Trudeau saying we're gonna now ban all fucking handguns, essentially. Oh, well, that's why I love uh, the idea of states' rights. Yeah. Only because at that point you get the most raw version of what your direct environment wants. Which is, well, we've already talked about Roe versus Wade, but that is, you know, the prime example. And that, you know, that being overturned, like, I don't agree that that should have been overturned principle-wise. But legally, yeah, that was wrong and that should be up to the states. And, you know, now we can have the conversation that should have happened back then. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, where is it going with that? Trudeau? No, Trudeau, though... Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't even understand what the ramifications, I don't think anyone is prepared for the ramifications of that. That makes me question a few things, though. There's a couple a couple different rabbit holes we can go down <laughs> with what Trudeau's doing and who put him in power and all that. Um, you know, we'll touch on it, like, Klaus Schwab is a mentor of Justin Trudeau, like a very influential one. And those of you who don't know who Klaus Schwab is, we talked about him a little more in depth in our last episode or the one before it, I can't remember for sure. One of them, we went, we went down kind of a rabbit hole on him. He is in charge of the World Economic Forum. He is, like, quite literally looks like a bad guy from a Batman movie a lot of the time. Sometimes he wears a suit. Other times he wears, like, a Darth Vader-esque, like, crazy. I don't even understand. Um, but he has said uh, on air, and, you know, you can look up the video. We tried to look it up in depth a little bit earlier, but basically the video just confirms that he is a strong mentor of Justin Trudeau, you know, and, uh, some people say that that's what they're doing with the world economic forum is putting those young influential leaders into power in different States. I believe France or some other, maybe Poland, some other country has a similar president that's doing similar things. What it makes me wonder is, okay, we know Klaus Schwab is tied to China with the world economic forum and their handling of, you know, coronavirus and all that. We can go down that rabbit hole a different time. China and Russia are buddies. Russia only has to get through Alaska, then they're in Canada. If Canada is positioning themselves to be helpful to that, where does that leave America? And there's been a whole lot of chatter with a few of my military buddies that are just like, you know, with this Russia stuff talking, they're talking about activating NATO and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Like, it's starting to get hot. And maybe that's a little too conspiracy theory. I was gonna say you're at going this down a moment, rabbit hole but do you at least have a whole lot of standing? I think it does. I think there's a lot of substance there that we would spend way too long 
We, I mean, which we can spend a few minutes here talking kind of about it, but think about it. I mean, how are they going to get through Alaska and Canada? Well, Alaska would be admittedly difficult. It wouldn't be difficult to initiate, though. And I've thought since the beginning, I think I've said this in a few episodes prior, Russia hasn't been sending anywhere near the full scale of their military into the full scale of their military, pardon me, into Ukraine. Like it's been a few, I don't even think they've crested a million. And they have one of the largest standing militaries. Where are all the rest of those troops at? Because, yeah, I know there's been a lot of, you know, pushback against the draft that Putin put in. But there wasn't, like at the beginning, you know. Like a lot of people kind of glossed over that. A lot of Russia was for this invasion. You know, a lot of Russians do believe, whether it's right or wrong, that, you know, what Putin's doing is a good thing. He's got a lot of support. There's a very interesting guy I heard an interview with. I'll have to link him in an Instagram post or something because I can't remember his name. But he had traveled over there and was traveling over there when this all started. And he said the attitude of Russians towards this cause from what we think it is is way different. You know, like what's what their actual opinion is compared to what's being reported. Like a lot of them are really for it, which I thought was interesting. That may all be true, but how do they get through Alaska? Canada. Get getting through Alaska. I'm not. I'm not worried about them. All right. How do they get through Canada? With that's what that's where I'm saying. Like that's where the Justin Trudeau stuff feeds into it. Terrain um, wise, how do they get through Canada? Canada would have to be willing to allow it, or be so defenseless that they seemingly had no choice but to allow it. You know what I mean? I like, like I said, I am very terrain. aware that this is hypotheticals and like conspiracy theory, but I'm saying that there's a roadmap to it happening. That's like. That's not out of the realm of possibilities. Well, you never know, I suppose. Like, we'll go back to Canada real quick. They Effective Friday, we'll say that again, nobody's allowed to buy, transfer, sell, do anything with a handgun. Whatever you have with, you're stuck with. End of story. They're also changing the magazine capacity for long rifles to um, five-round max. End of story. Okay. That sounds a lot like scaling back people's ability to defend themselves. If I was a conspiracy theorist, which admittedly I am sometimes, but I could make that jump to where Justin Trudeau was put in by Klaus Schwab, at the very least was mentored by him heavily. We know Klaus Schwab has quoted saying, you will, what is it, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Mm-hmm. That's a terrifying statement. He like openly says all this stuff and talks about the young leaders that they're putting into power with their influence and how their influence as the World Economic Forum is the best in the world, you know. Like there's on YouTube there's ten videos right there that's him talking about how their influence is the way to change the world. It's crazy. They even talk about the new fucking New World Order, which is like was a conspiracy theory until a couple years ago. But it's a real thing that they talk about now and are open with. Like, it's not as crazy as the conspiracy theorists made it sound, but it's still fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. But that is a good quote. You know, the people would have to allow it to happen. There's a lot of things. Russia would have to, like, okay, game on as soon as they make the attempt to go into Alaska, you know. Well, I mean, logistically, it sounds like a fucking mess. For the sole reason of, first off, Russia, I mean, the majority of Russia is in Europe. Mm-hmm. On the Europe side. That's where I'm 90% of them are. You have to truck so much material across a fucking continent. They could be doing that. They could be, but you know how logistically many... speaking, yeah. logistically speaking, no matter like even if it's a slow process, they could be amassing however the you know, whatever they need on the on the border there, it's still not gonna be enough. They could not muster enough troops to transport all of that 
especially whenever the roads are only open four months out of the year and the trains are only open five months out of the year to get it from there to there and then maintain a constant supply of munitions and supplies to actually be able to feed a ground force that would be necessary to make the jump to Alaska through Canada into wherever the fuck they need to go. Because that terrain is so fucking harsh. Yeah. It's like there's only a couple of highways that take you from, you know, one end to the other. And other than that, you know, most of them are impassable. Number two, most of most of Alaska's, you know, gonna sabotage everything they fucking can to stop that. So logistically speaking, it just sounds like a nightmare. Number two, it just doesn't sound feasible. Are you aware of how many quarries are in the Russian tundra? Probably a lot. Siberian, Siberian tundra. I have no idea how many are there, but earlier today I was looking at Google Maps and I counted fifteen. Nice. Those are all within a hundred miles of the border that borders the ocean in Alaska. I think it is very possible that they could have moved all of the troops and all the supplies and bolstered up something 50 miles off the coast where we, cause we can't, we don't know what's there. We can't know what's there. You know, like there's like, yeah, we're probably spying and we probably do really know what's there and they just haven't told us cause that would cause a public outcry if they told us half the stuff they're aware of, you know? Um, I think that's very feasible, and I honestly think that that if anything crazy like that's going to happen, the only other option to me is like, okay, Putin's either going to lose, and someone on the inside is going to kill him, he's going to die, whatever, he's going to, this war is going to outlive him, and then no one's going to take it over after, and it's gone, or he's going to go nuclear. That so seems to be a very real fear of a lot of service mem- members that I've talked to, that think with that I touched on that a little earlier. They think with that activation to NATO potential coming up. That he's, you know, they're going to force his hand in a sense. And I don't know how that ends. That's a scary one. We'll see what happens. That's fucking terrifying to think about. This is, and not, I don't think enough people are really preparing themselves for that. You know what I mean? You remember whenever, like, you're younger, you always kind of wish that you didn't grow up in such a boring time period. (laughs) And then it's like, holy shit, we're living through, like, a decade's worth of events in a matter of, like, three years. Since 2020 kicked off. I still stand by it that the Chiefs broke the universe. Yep. That or uh, Brian Callen blowing the, the um what was the Aztec, the Aztec death, whistle. death whistle. Yes. In 2020, that might have kicked all this off because that was a legitimate one, not a recreation. We fucked around and we're. I think we out. need one of those whistles as a deer call. You want to? What are you gonna do to if you YouTube? hear that come through the woods one day? <laughs> I'm going back inside. I'm gonna go out there and not tell you that I'm out there that day. <laughs> Either I'm going to run or I'm going to hunt you down. Well, if I see you tracking through the woods with a bow and arrow, I'm just going to blow it again. At that point, it's like, oh, fuck. Time to go hunt the most dangerous thing out there. I can't even imagine what I would do if I heard that out in the woods. Like Whether or not I knew that if someone else was going to bring it just as a joke, that would be so fucking terrifying. I'd probably just, like, die on the spot. Um, Just by suicide of just not wanting to deal with it. But yeah, I'd be awful, I'd be awful in a lot of horror movies because of that. Because I'd either a do the logical thing and just leave the situation. Like that seems like what the obvious thing that nobody ever does is like, oh, you have this perfect opportunity to just go away. Okay, cool. Bye. See you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna live. Or Bye. The, the like serial killer, like serial killer and like slasher movies from like the 80s and 90s and shit like that. Easy to survive. The, like paranormal shit that's where it's like okay yeah that'd be a little more difficult even look at the mist the lady that just leaves the supermarket in that movie 
She survives at the end when the trucks are going by. You know, she's there with her kids. Yeah, I never understood. That's that, that lesbian from there. The Walking Dead. Is it? Yeah, nice. the lady that that actress that plays that mom. Fuck yeah. <coughs> Although, uh, I can't remember her name other than the, the lesbian from The Walking Dead. Right. Although I never got the plot twist on that. Of the mist? No, 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 no. How she lived. I think it was just supposed to be symbolic of like, you know, she was like you know, begging for help basically to go rescue her kids. She uh, was on a like a righteous path to do it. So. Oh, so it was ironic. Yeah, it was ironic that, you know, like, well, you've seen The Mist, right? Yeah. So, you know, like, for those yeah. of you who don't know, I'm about to don't piss in your Cheerios. It, um, the main character it. of The Mist has to kill everybody in the car with Fuck him, including you. his son. <laughs> the movie's been out for, like, over 15 years, probably 15 years at this point. No spoilers, bitch. And there's a book. There's a whole-ass book that's been out for years before that. Uh, fun fact about the, the Hobbit, movie, Stephen King actually credited the... Uh, movie producers for that ending because that was even more fucked up than the ending he had because i believe the ending he had was just they get like i think all but the guy and his son survive or something like that and they get rescued because the military comes through in the end of the mist this is a prime wait example. till that happens this is a prime example on why you should be a firearm owner yeah no guns kill all those things that they're fighting in the mist at least the big not the big ones but yeah those little things they're smoking with guns have yeah I don't know. that's a good point I like, actually i feel like if you had a 50 cal you could take down that big fucking thing that's not the, true not the maybe big, big thing, the medium-sized one like the tentacle thing yes or that crab thing that crab thing was fucking the crab terrifying thing. The crab thing that was like literally just a tall squid crab yeah with the claw or was that the thing with the tentacles I don't know. or was the thing with the tentacles that giant mammoth thing at the end. I'm not sure if they ever told us what that one was. The first one. It's called, I looked it up one time. It's no, called like, oh, that first one. The, yeah, the, the, Maybe those are just the big ones. Tentacles. I think that one was just because, yeah. Because the big one had tentacles. Yeah, but That big not, mammoth thing has all those crazy tentacles coming off of it. True, but you would have felt the thing walking up. I think it was something else. But either way. That was a really good movie that, that I don't think, like, it was underrated. Like, looking back at it, they should remaster it so the CGI looks a little better. I'm still but that was like a very... I thought I was scared of that movie when I was a kid. I'm still waiting on a live teenager, action I guess. Treasure Planet. Or Atlantis Treasure. movie. Oh, I fucking forgot about Treasure Planet. I fucking love Treasure Fuck Planet. me up. I'm gonna watch that tonight, maybe. Fuck yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus, That's a great movie. It and is. And so was Atlantis. That was a great movie. Another great movie. And that, that chick from there is like every boy's first crush from that generation the native chick for the atlantean i forget her name i don't know some weird yeah the only gets sucked into the crystal at the end because she's whatever you know there's a strong argument that atlantis was a real place yeah there's like in fact it was a like it was a real place for sure that's referred to that like just it didn't sink under the water in the scary way like in the folklore well i always wonder if it was just built at a lower sea level it was yeah, it was like, but interestingly enough, they do, there's a bunch of people that don't think we're as advanced as the human race has been right now, that it was much more advanced different places throughout history, and um, that there's just been a lot of extinction level events, which makes sense. Well, if you think about it, like in the last 150 years, we've advanced, so besides like gun technology, we've advanced so fucking far, like so quickly. Oh, it's yeah. Like, what if there was just a, you know, a civilization that bombed itself out of existence and like, 80 to 90 years on yeah. the spectrum because like you think of events like you know going from the year like 1190 to 1350 yeah it's not a hard jump like basic shelter and fire and wheels and 
Now, that being said, that makes sense. To I'm them. sure in our ignorant ramblings that we do, there's probably an expert out there that's cursing us, <laughs> saying, "You motherfuckers." This is so much more detailed than what you're talking about. Hey, but to us, we're here. We're here to make it simple. Yeah, to talk well, about tangible facts. And the tangible facts are: we have had nothing worth a shit, other than basically the last 500 years. I don't know. Swords are pretty cool. Swords are neat. Axes are cool. But there's nothing like new, exciting about that. That's you're talking about something that literally cavemen basically used against each other. In a form. Axes, hammers, spears. You know, swords came quickly after spears, obviously. Metal forging was a game changer. Crossbows are cool. Those have been around for a while. Bow and arrow have been around for a little bit. Fire. I wonder how long bows and arrows have been around for. Uh, I want to say like first one. Uh, The first bow. What is the oldest evidence of compound bows? That's an excellent question. Well, wouldn't it be just a long bow? Are you you talking like compound bows? You're going to find out about time travel, and you're going to see like some guy in full Under Armour hunt gear. Right. (laughs) But I mean, imagine even trying to explain... Oh, shit. What? What do you think the number is? How old? 10,000 years. No. 10 million years. No. Two million years. No. One million years. Nine hundred ninety thousand years. No. Now everything I say is gonna sound fucking weak. It's seventy-two thousand to sixty thousand years ago. Seventy-two thousand to sixty thousand years. That was the oldest known evidence of the bow and arrow, and it comes from some South African sites. Arrowheads. Yep. About seventy-two to sixty thousand years ago. That's crazy to think that they're. Their variable, their give or take, is 12,000 years. Right. That's like that's, all of our Western civilization. That's so history. crazy to think about. That's like, that's such a long time. Well, think about dinosaurs. Oh, and how they're like, they existed, <laughs> they may have existed from this time frame to this frame. Like, they existed for like 180 million years. That is... Jesus. Like, you have time. That, that is it's crazy to think about yeah that's like how i wonder how and well that ties back into it you know how long are we gonna exist yeah who knows I, think, I wonder if we're the first ones to blow ourselves up with nuclear weapons hell yeah that probably is likely i forgot i had a point i was gonna make and now i can't remember it at all i don't know oh yeah trying to uh imagine though <coughs> excuse me jesus fucking allergies with uh with how far we've advanced, you know, on that blah, 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 short amount of time. Imagine trying to explain a cell phone to somebody from even, like, the 60s. Like, yet you could explain the idea, probably, but for them to actually grasp it, you try explaining the internet. Explain a cell phone? Actually, no, explain the internet to someone in the 1920s. Explain the internet to George Washington. Yeah, that'd be hard. Yeah, what, what would you base it off of? Would oh, you, no, you have, to, you have to go back and find someone that's, like, really interesting, like Leonardo da Vinci. How would you explain the internet to Genghis Khan? Well, you have to learn his language he would actually Plot twist, he would be skull-fucking you. Why <laughs> 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 you tried to. Or, or, <laughs> you'd be worshipped as a god. For just even yeah. thinking about this? Well, so imagine going back with, I like... Know, or if you were a time traveler and it had, you know... One Glock, one Glock like 19. <laughs> <laughs> you are God for about however many rounds you have. You better use one round a day. 
At that point, you just have to, like, just... Instill fear in five rounds and just make those last ones last. At that point, you're, like, a 454 Kazool. Imagine showing back up with, like, a 6-5 Creedmoor. <laughs> Imagine you go back into, like, the Revolutionary War. This, this is why I can't wait. I hope time travel is somehow ever a thing. And we can just go back to... You know, the revolution and speed things up a little bit. <laughs> just go back with sniper rifles and call it good. Well, just imagine if you're there with, um... Oh, what was the... Was it the bridge at Concord where the shot heard around the world was... Or where was the shot heard around the world fired? Your history skills amaze me. It was My like history sucks. Concord. So I was partially right. Well, yeah, kind of. My history sucks. It's all partially... How do you not know right. American Revolution history? Because I don't give a fuck. I'm here now, you ready. Commie. I'm here now, prepared to stand for the next revolution. I don't care about the last one. We already won. That's in the past. You fucking communist. But anyways, did you not watch America the Motion Picture? I watched. Um, Please tell me you watched America the Motion Picture on Netflix. I think so. Yeah. Was that's that the one, series? That's the animated one. Which oh no, I, don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Then is it worth watching? Oh fuck yeah! I it watched. Is. Well, I watched Hamilton, about Alexander Hamilton. Obviously, I've seen The Patriot. Um, I've seen Miracle probably 15 times. Uh, when we get off the air, I want to play that what's trailer. What's the, um, hold on. No, there's, uh, oh, there was one about Sam Adams that I just watched. That was like, it, it was, I don't remember. Was it was it, fucking uh, cool, though. But that's where it had the. It was talked about Concord and was showing like all the back info on them hiding at that farm and everything from the British, and ultimately having no choice but to kill them. And you know the rest is history. Yep, good old Samuel Prescott. Yeah, that was a that was a very interesting one. There was another one I saw before that that was about the Revolution. I can't remember what it was called though. But that's where I get the partial truths to all my historical information. But imagine being there, minding your own business on that bridge in Concord. Uh, well, you're not exactly minding your own business. Now, and then you're, you are you are at first, and then you're minding your own business with a Beretta 50 caliber rifle laid out on the bridge. And the shockwave alone from the rifle paralyzes two of your counterparts that are standing in the blast area. <laughs> Better idea, I'm bringing a javelin. Fuck you, <coughs> I'm bringing a javelin so I can literally sit there from a half a mile away and be like, guys, watch this. Center in on, like, a horse and buggy or a cannon being rolled. <laughs> what if you brought a drone? Oh, my God. Better idea. <laughs> so you know that scene in The Patriot, the end battle scene where they're all fighting and everything? Mm -hmm. Imagine if they run over that hill where they're, where they're chasing the uh, militia over the hill and then the regular armies back there. Imagine doing that, and it's just like... A few M-Raps and like six people on the hill behind it with javelins and all these. Hell, one we need to take out the entire army. I think we have a movie here. A whole plot line that's the American Revolution and why it would last six days with current military technology. I'd go back with the um, Warthog, the A-10. Could we make this like a series like Sharknado where we just go back into major like historical parts of American history? It's like you do one with the Revolution, one of 1812, then in New Orleans with Andrew Jackson. Oh my god. The Alamo? Yes. The Alamo, and then Wait, you, you see a portal open up into like eight tins. <laughs> <laughs> the Battle of Little Bighorn. 
No, you make one, as like, fought with C-130s. You make one super <laughs> in-depth movie about the revolution, and then you breeze through every single war with A-10s just flying through portals in a montage to knock everything out. To why Danger have, Zone. Why you have Guns N' Roses blazing Ooh, that's in the a good background. One. Yeah. Which Guns N' Roses song, though? Ooh, that's a good one. God. Actually, no. Back in Black. That'd be perfect. I was thinking Thunderstruck. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you just have like yeah that first word that ah, 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 thunder it's like a seal team coming up a hill in the revolution with like <laughs> like next to just the regular militia up one side then like all these tactic tactical lights coming up the other one that'd be oh, good fuck. and right as soon as that last like thunder you know it's like that's like that old uh, challenger commercial where it's <laughs> I forgot about that commercial. <laughs> was that a British Super Bowl line? commercial? It was. It was the greatest that, one too. Oh, what was that? They had a hilarious song playing too. I forget what it was. Time out. We have to bless our audience with at least the song. <coughs> and take a moment to enjoy some more of this delicious moonshine. Ah uh, yes. George Washington Dodge Challenger is the first thing that comes up when I type in George Washington. Of course it is. For those of you uh, who got to miss out on that glorious thing, look up America the Motion <laughs> Picture on Netflix. Jesus Christ. Um, on you that note, be disappointed. Vladimir Putin, he has IV scars on his hands. Very interesting. They could be liver spots. They could be liver spots. But there's for sure scarring, which... Uh, you know, if you need enough IVs in your hand to cause scarring, that's a lot. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. So I wonder, I mean, I, I don't know. What do you think the chances are that he is? Maybe he's a crackhead. He, oh, there we go. Most <laughs> great dictators in the world have been heavily addicted to amphetamines. True. Hitler. Great, great inspirational person. Heavily addicted to heroin and pills. Cocaine eye drops. Yeah, cocaine eye drops. Just great invention. Can't applaud him enough for that. He did some things that weren't so good. Um, so, you know, we can't really celebrate him that much. Yeah, he was a really fucked up person. What the fuck? Why are you so... No, yeah, um, where was I going <laughs> with that? Uh, Vladimir Putin, though, a lot of people seem to think he has cancer. I don't know. That makes... I, I wonder if he would be someone willing to shoot off nukes if he was, like, legitimately dying of cancer or because he probably wouldn't want that legacy though you know like clearly he wants to do this to be remembered as a great russian you know that reunified the former soviet union did all this good stuff like annihilating russia via nuclear winter wouldn't be a good start to that legacy it doesn't mean he's just fucking old although i get little red spots on my hands all the time well, it's not like a little red spot. Pull if it was quick to pull up, I'd pull it up. But it was like truly like an IV scar, only consistent with having a pretty regular IV in that area. Maybe he was really hungover for about two weeks. And he had an IV drip. I do that. That's true. Fuck yeah. that scarring. I do that for the relief all day long. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe he just likes to tie one off, and he's just been getting hammered lately. I mean, in the middle of a war. I mean, I would be. I'd get hammered. Like if I'd I be stoned, making decisions, getting hammered. Oh yeah. I wonder how drunk like the president gets on daily. If he I don't drunk. believe the I don't believe you're allowed to drink alcohol. No, not at all. That's no. probably a good idea. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to drink any alcohol as a president. That's probably I know Obama idea. had non alcoholic non alcoholic beer for that reason. Always in the White House. Man, Obama's someone that I think gets kind of a bum rap 
Like, yeah, there was a lot of things he did that I didn't agree with. But he was a cool guy. Like, he didn't... As far as a person, he didn't, I had And he didn't maliciously, like, fuck over the kid. Like, there's people that are like, he's the reason for the stock market crash, and he's the reason... Like, shut the fuck up. You're an idiot. If, the market crashed before he went even went off. And those are the same people that think that George W. Bush did a good job. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, fuck yourself, you idiots. That guy literally, like, you want to get me down a fucking angry rabbit hole about unnecessary wars or pieces of shit? And I will start with George W. Bush. That's a fun one to have. Johnson? Well, yeah, we can go way back, but... But, no, back on the original topic, though. Yeah. Like, um, I would love to fucking, like, have a beer with him. I'd like... That's yeah. a person I genuinely enjoy being... Fr- I would enjoy being friends he, with. Uh, he was literally the first person that was a president that was, like, a true citizen. Yeah. Before, like, he was literally just a kid raised by a single mother that, you know, went to college, was pretty smart, smoked weed, hung out, played basketball. He's, like, a man's man. Mm-hmm. A man's president. Like, fuck his politics. Like... He's somebody that would... Well, he's a politician he was, that I'd actually enjoy hanging out with. And he was up... When he was talking, like, no matter what side you were on for him, you're like, that's the president of the United States speaking. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Like, like, love or hate Trump, love or hate Biden, put all this... Like, neither of those, to me, really felt like, dude, that's the fucking president of the United States. I would break down doors for that person no matter what. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. So as a military person, then maybe that means more than the most people does because that is, like, the commander-in-chief of the military, so... Mm-hmm. You know, most people hold him in high regards, but I've I always thought he I got a bum weird, rap. He did. Actually, a weird thought we may save for the end as a, uh, you know, tie one off, kind of make you think question. Because I got an interesting well, point about Well, I presidents. think just, I just want to get on the topic of president real quick and goofy things the current one has done. Um, not only has he today, when wishing Kamala Harris a happy birthday, referred to her herself as the president, which may be some foreshadowing if he goes senile over the winter months, um, he also dozed off the other day during an interview when he was talking about a potential 2024 run for president. That was kind of funny. He was yeah, like, quite like, he was nodding off. It was pretty good. We can even play this video real quick because you can hear the pause and it's just, I don't understand how, I mean, at what point, you know, does someone step in and what's, which article is it where you can impeach him because of, I have not made that yeah, decision, but it's my intention. My intention to run again. And we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh. Dr. Biden thinks that, uh, my wife thinks that, uh, that I, uh, that, that, we're, that we're doing something very important. I would hope so. You're the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. I would hope at least somebody in your family thinks that you're doing something very important. Very true. To answer your question, that was the 25th Amendment. Thank you. The 25th Amendment. I think it's time. Because for those of you that are obviously just listening to this, I'll find a way to link the video and do an Instagram post or something. But he literally, like, maybe he wasn't asleep, but his eyes were definitely closing and he was nodding forward. That's what that awkward pause you heard in the middle where the interview interviewer said... Like, Mr. President, and he... How many gaffes are there going to have to be? Like, True, but if you invoke the 25th, then the vice president takes over. I mean, is the vice president already calling the shots at this point? I mean, fuck, the things he's gaffed off at this, you know, like... The comments he's made about China and Russia and, like, Taiwan are, like, ones that would start a war in a lot of situations. It's like everybody knows that Biden is 
essentially losing his mind. Like, it feels like we're literally watching dementia take effect on him. And we're not the only ones that see that. You know? Like, I don't know. It just makes me wonder who's actually calling the shots right now. Because it can't be that. Like, it just, it cannot be that man. He can't be making decisions. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I know the president, like, has decision well, I mean, makers around him. So you've but, got your entire cabinet. But it just, I don't know, man. But, uh, tie that in with what you wanted to end us off on. Oh, yeah. About I had thought, thought we were talking about Obama. Um, what if, and this is like entirely like what if scenario on like a different timeline. If Martin Luther King Jr. was never assassinated, do you think he'd ever like would have ran for president or became president? No. Really? I don't think he would have ran. Maybe he would have been pushed into it, but I think he would have just like heavily advised insert a president here. Maybe a different president would have happened. But no, that's a good question. Maybe he just as easily could have, but I don't know. I feel like those are the kind of people, you know, like, like he probably would have just got assassinated as a president. I think I feel maybe, you know, because who the, that we can get into that maybe next week about the JFK assassination. And like, it's, you know, all these assassinations almost clearly come from somewhere in the government. Which is a scary thing that I don't think people talk about. Let's do an in-depth analysis of JFK next time. That'd be a good one. There's a few. Um, Oliver Stone has some really good documentary and some really good insight into that. Yep. Um, on that note, I think you know that about covers what we had tonight. Cool. One more Have, drink for the Yeah, road. one more drink of whatever the fuck you're going to call this. Did I don't know. I'll figure a good it name out. for it yet. Yeah, this was pre-COVID. When you bought it? Yeah. It's, yeah uh, when, it, when it was, was originally it? bottled, it was from... 10, 17, Almost, 18. Yeah. Uh, just a little over exactly four years ago. I know. It's That's like, pretty cool. It's like a little blast from the past. Yeah, four-year-aged poor man's moonshine. Well, and this bottle was, hadn't been opened, so this this was pre-COVID yeah. air. Ooh, pre-COVID air. Did it, did it get you sick? Did it heal you? Maybe this is the cure to COVID. I'm going to call it the uh, pre-pandemic the pa- special. Ooh, the pre-pandemic special. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone needs a little integrity. Little um, on that note, follow us on social media, Instagram at not Alex McMullen and S period C period McMullen for Sean and Outdoor Bros Network. That is our handle on Instagram. We are finally starting to get some good content through there. We've got some great hunts that are happening, great hunts that are going to be happening. We've added new members to our pro staff. Uh, it's getting pretty fucking cool, to be honest. Uh, so definitely check out the links in the bio uh, for all that information and Oh, I guess stay tuned for that podcast. It's getting cool. But all right, man, I appreciate you coming out tonight. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for enjoying my pre-COVID special. Oh, yeah, we'll enjoy more of it. All right, take care, everybody. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did.